0: one two three no 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 no. hey i'm a fucking reject no no
1: no yeah i'm a fucking reject no 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 hey i'm a fucking reject no 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 I'm a fucking reject no yes no, 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 yes, no, no yes no yes no yes no yes
2: no yes 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 no no no
0: no 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 no
1: no 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 Yeah, no 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 yeah, no 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 no, no. no. Yeah, no 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 yeah i'm a fucking reject no 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 i'm a fucking reject
2: good all right hello everybody it's your girl constance Patton. welcome to my show fucking rejects we're back hi how are you doing how are you oh yeah how's your mom Uh, sorry I had to be in my CPT time yo I had to like really sit down and take this all in we're on episode 11 thank you for joining me I didn't even think about getting this far at all I just wanted to do this thing for a while I started a podcast talking about struggles or wins or losses and the the ways that we win interviewing people getting their stories and now we're in it so thanks for joining me I'm so appreciative of you all like every one of you and you and you, and you too. So yeah, thanks for joining me. I'm coming live from Brooklyn, New York right now after a long stint, a tiny stint, in Los Angeles, California, land of the legal weed, skateboarding on Venice Beach. Lots of artists, lots of creators. I was out there for uh, the Annenberg Space for Photography Exhibition Contact High with Vicky Toback's book, Contact High, A Visual History of Hip Hop. If you have not checked that out yet, go check it out. It's up until August. And then the book is like a bestseller. You can just Google it, it's on Amazon. Pick it up, it's historical, yada, yada, yada. Oh yeah, she's the Detroit girl, so what up though? To all my Detroit family. Yeah, thanks for joining me, you know? So this is gonna come out every week. I have to really sit down and think about like, oh shit, what does that mean? You know, like how do I wanna roll it out? I don't have a producer at the moment, it's just me and like my split personality, but that will change. I'm putting it out there in the air, universe. I'm gonna get a great producer to help me put this thing out, help me edit it and blah, 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 all the things that you don't need to hear. Yeah, this was like a really fun episode. I got to um, talk to my sister, Kendra Patton, who I learned, changed her fucking name and did not even tell me or I'm assuming my other sisters or a brother or a dad or mom. So, yeah, y'all. Her name is now Kendra June. That's her first name. It used to be Kendra June Patton. First, middle, last. Now it's first Kendra June, middle Patton. And then Silverman's her last name because she did get married. She's like a very proper woman out here in these streets. So, yeah, but um, so we... Met up in Los Angeles, I was supposed to come back, but she said she was gonna come down. She lives in the Bay Area and we met up, it was amazing. We got this super proper Airbnb, a literal oasis in this um, pool house and the guy that ran the space is (laughs) a freaking belly dancer, legend in the belly dancing world and has this great oasis. So we got to spend a few days there. And then I ended up getting some really great interviews in while I was out on the west side, y'all. So they're going to come out real soon. I'm so fucking hyped right now. What up? No, I got to interview some really cool people. This thing is like really coming together. I'm way excited for it. So thanks for going on this journey with me. I got to talk about uh, being peaceful and loving and grateful and appreciation. I appreciate, I appreciate all y'all. Yeah, and I I went to, um, it was pretty much church. The closest to church that I would like go to anyway. It was uh, called the Self Love Sessions and I was invited by Origami, they do aura photography and I got my aura red, it's bubblegum pink y'all, at the top and then it's got some indigo in there. And violet, it looks great. (sighs) That was so gross. So yeah, I've been spending, I mean I'll be in New York for a while, just prepping for the summer or whatever. I mean, I don't know if you, <laughs> if you give a fuck. But it's been a pleasure to spend so much time on the West Coast. Got a lot of family out there. And it's pretty dope. Like, oh, palm trees. You know? Palm trees. Every time I see palm trees, I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> in a beautiful place. I love New York, don't get me wrong. I love the rats that eat the pizza and drag them around and crawl up your leg while you're on the train and you're sleeping and then somebody cuts out your pocket. Cause that's just fun. Staying up all night, seeing the sun come up on Bleecker Street, the Danny's. You know, it's just it's everything. But I'm really excited to be working on the West Coast. Hell yeah, it's the shit. So Anyway, yeah, I uh stayed in a couple of hotels and I stayed in Airbnb's and I gotta say Airbnb wins. Because hotels are dope, but they're fucking boring. Like, I stayed in this really great place, Hotel Indigo. It was great, I got a good rate, whatever. But like, if you wanna go outside, you gotta go in an elevator. I'm much more downtown. Like I wanna just step right outside and sit in the sun a little bit, not go out and do the whole thing. Oh, think climate's patent. Oh I don't want that at all. Um also, I found out that if you are booking a flight and you're going to get in flight insurance, that shit is a scam, y'all. I got flight insurance. And it's like, you know, in case you want to change it, because I did extend my trip. So I said, fuck it, let me try this flight insurance. It was like 15 bucks. You know, they'll like basically cover reimburse you if you have to change your flight, which y'all know is like a $200 fee unless you fly like Southwest. My sister, she always brags about that. But then... I don't know, Southwest, like, you can't choose your seat. But whatever, like, that's y'all world. Um, so I did the, I changed my flight, called the insurance company. These motherfuckers, they're like, so why? I said, well, like, I don't know, my foot hurts. I, my, it does, though. I just made some shit up. So they said, but whatever, I'm like, you know, use insurance. It says that you're just going to, whatever, it says that you can change your flight. You're not going to charge me. You motherfuckers are liars. They said, well, did you go to the doctor? And I was like, no, dude. Like, if I go to the doctor, I'm going to have to pay more than 200 to fix a flight. Like, no. Then she said, well, uh, I said, okay, I can go to the doctor because, you know, I couldn't do that, whatever. Like, I got I could pull some strings. And they said, well, you'll have to submit a doctor's note, a doctor's note. And then we will review it. It's going to take uh, up to 10 days to review it. And then we'll contact you for questioning you. <laughs> it was like so extra. I'm like, oh my God, I could have saved my 15 bucks. Um, they would have not have reimbursed me. So I guess that's, if you, I don't know, y'all. Like if you want to get it, it seems like a waste to me. It's your life. You could do what you want. It's just good not to cut corners. And I just talked to the airlines. They didn't charge me extra $200. And everything was fine. And I didn't have to go to the doctor. You know, doctors know none of that shit, which has been a a nightmare. My God, can you imagine to save $200? Anyway. So yeah, so I'm just super appreciative for people that have been giving me some dope comments and feedback and criticisms. And that's cool. Thank you. I'm going to keep, just keep, keep, keep keeping on. Uh, This little radio show of mine, this little on-demand radio show. It's been really fun. I've gotten to talk to some really awesome people and I want to talk to as many people as I can, collect stories, and I'm kind of thinking of like, oh, what is this actually? Which is one of the reasons I had to kind of sit back and figure out what it is. Like, you know, when I started it, I just started it. Like, I just was on my computer, it was my grandma's birthday, and I just was like, oh, I'm doing this right now and actually just trying the equipment out and just gonna put it up, and there I started. And that's been really great. But I want to do it a certain way. It has to be done a certain way for um, my, you know, just to make it something that's, that's ongoing. Like I'm really into this. It's one of my favorite projects. So there'll be art involved in it. I'm doing uh, illustrations of all the people that I've done interviews of. So they'll be posted on social media. And yeah, it's just like a big art project. So tell someone about it. Let me know what you think. Constance Patton at gmail.com. Go to my website, Conspatten.com, and you can contact me there. And yeah, and I'm on Instagram, F and Rejects. So I had to drop the U. So F C K I N G Rejects on Instagram. Drop me a line. Tell me a story. I love ya, kid. Keep going. Let's make this artwork together. Yeah, sometimes we get rejected, but a lot of times we ended up winning that shit. So you know, let's just keep doing it. I've had some really I don't know like i really have any rejections this week which is great or last week i just been kind of been doing the work put my head down and doing the work so i'm really excited about that so anyway i'm going to get into it i'm going to keep this kind of short even though my ass can talk 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 and if you know me you know i can talk and yeah so i got to talk 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 with my sister and me and kendra we spend so much time talking it's crazy we usually meet up a few times a year. We've been very fortunate enough to be in a position to do that. And the last times that every time we meet pretty much we'll be like at my mom's house in Michigan and we'll we'll be like, let's go out tonight. We should go out, you know, downtown and get like real snazzy and shit and go at to floods or something in Detroit. And what we end up doing is watching just like forensic files and laying on my mom's floor with, you know, p- pajama pants on. Until, like, 1 a.m., then we get all fancy and go down there for 20 minutes, and it's closing, and we're disappointed. But we do sit down and have a drink, though, so shout-out to Floods and all those wonderful places that have hosted us so late. So Kendra's dope. We get along real well now, man. We used to fight, like, crazy when we were younger, and if you know me and Kendra when we were younger, you already know. We used to fight, like, um, <laughs> like anime. Like, we were, like, boondocks fighting. Like, man, we would just – Fucking karate chop each other. I remember I had, like Chinese star blockbuster videos at each other and oh my god, I think one of us threw scissors at each other once. She attacked me with a knife. We were very young then, shit was tough. Yeah, um once I <laughs> spit gum at the back of her head, and I think I was like 16, because I was driving. She must have been 13. This motherfucker punched me straight in the eye. And you know how like when you're when you get hit and you're like it gets hot first. It gets real hot and all I could think was like, fuck, I'm about to have a black eye. I'm about to go to school with a black eye the next day. And it didn't it didn't turn black, but it swole. It swole up real good. So we've been through it. And we're also like best friends. I always lived with her growing up and um, you know, our parents like bounce us around some, but uh, we grew up together. And then as a teenager, I was living with my grandma. She moved in with us when I was set, when she was seventeen. And, you know, we lived together up until I moved to New York. So, yeah, I moved to New York and she stayed in Michigan. Then she went to Chicago and then she's in Cali. So we're like on the opposite coast of each other, of each other. But I'm real grateful that we get to, to do stuff like this. So we used to do karaoke and sing together and all that. So that's why we did the intro. I was like, yo, you want to do the intro? She said yes before I can get the question out. So that's what that is. Enjoy. And, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. It was a blast to do it. Again, interviewing somebody that is very close to you. It's a little difficult because I know her, but it was really cool. It was really cool to sit down and talk and kind of, like, just kick the shit with her. She's funny as hell. She's a, a physician assistant, which is a very new field. It's basically between a doctor and an RN. And I also might just be saying that shit because I, I don't know for real. But I think that's what it is. She does, like, internal medicine. She fixes people up. And... Yeah, she's a G. She runs a program out at Stanford University and is just killing it with a little hidden tattoo and a Beyonce smile. So if you see her, tell said what up, though. And let's get into it. Thanks for joining me again. Please, you know what to do. If you want to help a brother out, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Leave me a little rating. Hey, number, put a five up there. Fuck it, you know? Uh, go ahead and be like oh this show is I saw really cool reviews one just said the vibes of this show thanks for whoever put that up yeah this shit is vibes dude I'm so excited to do it I'm like sweating I'm so excited right now you guys I'm wearing lipstick for no reason for you you can't see me anyway thanks again tell a friend see ya in a little while I love ya And yeah, let's do the show. ( pouches) Be
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> you got me <be> crying. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Fuck a Rejects.
0: <laughs> Are we on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> We're
2: this is Constance Patton speaking right here with tears in her eyes. That's my sister, Kendra Patton Silverman. Silverman. <laughs> Wait, no, first of all, Kendra changed her name. I sure What's did. your name?
1: My full name is Kendra June Patton Silverman. But what's your first name? My first name is Kendra June. Did you hear as that? As a first name. Did you hear There's that? no hyphen in it. And my middle name is Patton. And my last name is Silverman.
0: Kendra <laughs> changed your fucking name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Of course. I changed my name. I went to the courts. Everything. Oh, my
2: God. You changed your name to Kendra June. So your first name is Kendra June. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for me to absorb. Like, as Kendra your sister. I've known you for 33 So years, you got to start calling years. me Kendra June. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. So why'd you do that?
1: Because I got married. And I want to keep my name. And I didn't want a hyphenated name, a hyphenated last name. I just wanted. Hold on, you gotta name.
2: turn that music off. Okay. I didn't get a copyright for that. All right. <laughs> but it was hype though, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I have to gather myself. So you changed your name to Kendra June. So your fucking first name is Kendra June now?
1: Kendra June. Am I Kira, did you hear that?
2: That shit is so crazy. Well, that's really cool. Um, Well, so Kendra June, I'm not gonna call you that. That's fucking weird.
1: I'm not calling you Constance either. I know. Whatever. So
2: there we go. And uh, here we are. We're in California right now. We're in LA. Uh, We're at an Airbnb. It's amazing.
1: It's the best Airbnb I've ever seen in my life, let alone stay in. Mm hmm and dude is mad cool too. Yeah. He keeps asking us what do we need, and he made us lunch. He did make us lunch.
2: <laughs> it was good, he's really good people, so um, LA's been good. The weather is like, it's, I don't know, 75 and perfect. It's literally what you think of when you think of California and Los Angeles weather. It's dope. Um, I mean, so what's your name though?
1: Kendra June Pat and Silverman. That's really cool. Yeah, I love it.
2: Yeah, when'd you do that?
1: I did it in 2018. Oh, yeah. Oh, last
2: that year. was last year. I didn't know that you changed your name. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Why
1: didn't you mean to tell us? I think I did. Tell no, us. you
2: didn't. I would remember if you changed your name to Kendra Drew. You told me that yesterday. <laughs> so oh. it's Cinco de Mayo. It's five to five.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Nineteen in Los Angeles with Kendra Drew. <laughs> yes. K-J. And this is my sister. So there's um, kind of a gang of us. There's, I'm the oldest one, and then Kendra is the second, and then there's Kira, that's like the, the core group, we have the same parents, <laughs> <laughs> so we're the core group for me. Oh my gosh, shut
0: up. <laughs> and then we have, a,
2: uh, we have a stepsister we grew up with, Nikki, and then we have a little brother, Hollis, he's mm. our half, so he's our half.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we got a lot of family.
2: It's a lot of us. Yeah, and um, we we just we came out here for I came out here for the Annenberg thing, but whatever. Uh, And you
1: you came down, so yeah, you you live from in the Bay Area, Mm -hmm. the Bay. I'm starting to. I mean, I I like it. I'm starting to like Southern California more. I will admit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's dope down here. You gotta know people down here to make it what (laughs) it can be. Because I used to come out here when I didn't know anybody and I was young, and it was like whack. Because you end up downtown LA.
2: Well, because everything is really spread out here.
1: Yeah. You know, sure. you it ain't a like in New
2: York where you just running into motherfuckers like yeah. all the
1: time. You need a car. But once you know places, it's a really dope city.
2: Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. So why did you come to California?
1: I love Cali. I have a natural pull towards California. I don't know what it is. I remember the first time I came out here when I was 16 years old, I was like, I'm a Cali girl. <laughs> I'm going to make it to Cali. But... <laughs> When I was like ten, I wrote this book <laughs> and I was you've, been, I was you've a always princess. been prolific. <laughs> I was the princess in the book. And all I wanted was to have contacts, get braces, become a doctor, and move to California. Really? That was like the theme of my book. <laughs> you did yeah. all those. Yes.
2: Well you are not a doctor per se, you're a a physician assistant.
1: Yeah. What's that? A physician assistant? Mm-hmm. It's a really dope ass field. So if you want to practice medicine, Um, You want to change specialties whenever you feel that it's your calling or do two specialties at one particular time, but you don't want to go to school for eight years of your life. The PA profession is perfect, and that's why I like it because I always have loved medicine, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to be tethered (laughs) to one specialty. So in my five years as a PA, I do internal medicine and family medicine now. I've done emergency medicine, urgent care, and Mm -hmm. women's health. Um, in five years.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then what was it? Just a master's program?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to have, nowadays you have to have a bachelor's degree and then mm-hmm. you apply for your master's. You also have to have patient contact hours, which makes it actually weave people out because you have to have bedside manner before what does that you go mean? in. You have to have work in like the medical field. So medical assistants, Mm -hmm. um, people, respiratory therapists, some nurses come over, paramedics, EMTs, nurse assistants. You have to have some form of patient contact where you're dealing with people.
2: So if I was, like, just going to make a motherfucking 180 (laughs) in your life, okay. (laughs) That's going to be more than a 180, That would be, like, a 180. (laughs) It would be, like, a 360, a 360, a 360, a 180, 180. you know. Yeah, straight up. So if I was, like. Oh,
1: you you literally, as you, because you're so damn smart and you got all some degrees, girl. I know about you. I know all about you. You wouldn't even have to do anything besides get prerequisites for that school. So you'll go, let's say you want to go to UCLA. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have a peer program. I actually don't think they do. But let's say they did. Mm -hmm. If UCLA UCLA wants you to have like biology and genetics and, Mm -hmm. you know, chemistry, whatever specific classes, you would have to go back and take those. Okay. But if you already have those, you may or may not. Which I do. Okay. Yeah. I, don't so, have no damn biology. I know you don't. I know you don't. I would just roll it with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so you go back and take those classes and mm-hmm. then you would have to get a job like, you know, as a EMT or a nurse assistant or mm-hmm. something that you can uh, work with patients. And then once you get a, our school where I work is 500 hours, which is not even that much. It's like six months yeah. as a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And then you can apply. You have to write a, personal statement, so it's very similar as to apply, applying to medical school. Mm-hmm. You write a personal statement, you get letters of recommendation, and then you get an interview, and mm-hmm. you get to show your bright, beautiful self. And I'm sure you would <laughs> get You roll with Connie. a portfolio. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, like, I'm an artist. Like, and I can paint you. But we have, we have artists in our class, like where I work at Stanford. We have one person that's actually a writer, and she's so good at her, mm-hmm. she's so good with patient care, but she's also very artistic. What does she write? She wrote I mean, fiction. No, it's it's like she was a film in film before and then she was a writer and she started writing patient stories actually. Oh, and that man. was like what really was a I don't know, it, it made her stand out because she was a writer, she wrote these stories about patients and she really was also very smart in the sciences and wanted to give back to people. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people were in my class. It was a dancer. So you don't have to major. It doesn't matter what you major in. Mm-hmm. You can major in the arts, but you have to take those classes. That's why you can go back and do it now if you wanted to. But don't. I know you don't. But, but uh,
2: that's dope. So um, first of all, thanks for coming and sitting here with me. <laughs> I guess I should say second of all because we <laughs> just had a conversation. Yeah. Uh, and fourth of all, mm-hmm. we probably sound so much alike. We do. What's third of all, though? Because we went right to first here. We're just ball. sitting here. He That's third of all. Oh, okay. Third of all, I didn't have to say it. I'm looking at
1: the pool. <laughs> yeah, we sounded like, I remember when we were younger, we I had like the I feel like I should talk
0: up right here for the whole interview and be
1: <laughs> so you so can tell part.
0: Tell me about where you
1: come from. <laughs> no. <laughs> I come from Detroit. Detroit, what up, though? What up, though? What up, though, is hello for Detroit. Hi. It's Detroit for hell Yeah,
2: you grew up in Detroit.
1: And then... Um... Michigan. I stayed there for 25 years straight. And then... <laughs> <laughs> you did. You were home no it breaks. Down. Yeah, And then I left when I was about to turn 25 and moved to Chicago, went to PA school out there. Mm-hmm. Chicago is dope, but I would never live there. It's too cold. And it's like... It's, it's ran by the mafia. You know? Mm-hmm. You could just tell. It's gangsters since 1800. <laughs> That's Kendra talking mafia. <laughs> 1700 1600 that city is just founded on gangs so it's really tough to live out there but it's a dope city to visit
2: yeah and you how long were you there
1: i was there for two years in my program and then one year i worked out there okay in the er so three years total yeah yeah
2: and you were like i'm going to california i knew
1: i was going to cali well i met my husband too right and yeah we both from detroit Mm -hmm. shout out to evan hi evan um, both from Detroit Met in Cali And I fell in love And then I fell in love with Cali And just It was perfect timing mm-hmm.
2: So So what did, How's the change Like going from I mean like Not Detroit Because we both left Detroit So I know what it's like To like leave there I guess I don't know From your point of view To leave Detroit? Yeah Like And mm-hmm. end up here Like what was um, that transition like Because I know like for, <laughs> The door slamming It's <laughs> like all sorts of stuff The wind is blowing It's very breezy and beautiful
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but you went from Detroit and then to Chicago into LA oh we're not in LA you're you're in mm-hmm.
1: I live outside of Oakland okay. like 15 minutes from Oakland mm-hmm. um, it was easier to transition from Chicago to Cali than it was from Detroit to Chicago because you know how you when you first leave home it's a lot of effort and energy you're literally leaving everything mm-hmm. behind but that trip to chicago that that time i was there showed me i could leave like i was it was i was able to leave and disengage with detroit mm-hmm. cuz i needed to and i didn't really like chicago that much and i still was in love with cali since my prophecy book when i was 10 years old <laughs> yeah, seriously you wrote it like i've yeah. always been in love with cali so i finally made it and it was it was exactly what i wanted to be but i ended up being more lonely at first than i thought in until california I, yeah until i found my tribe you know mm-hmm. And once I found my tribe and my things that were for me only and not just for my husband, it was perfect. It's been beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. What do you do in California? Like, not work, but like, what do you be doing?
1: Um, Just hanging out with my girls. So I met girls. Like I said, I found my tribe. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me to, like, meet people. I remember. It's not that many black women in the area I lived in, Mm -hmm. in, like, the South Bay, uh, San Jose. So, girl, I went online and went to Meetup.com. Shout oh, out did? to Meetup.com. Oh, you did, girl. Yes, it was so weird. I was like, oh my gosh, how am I, I'm gonna meet women on here yeah. and be all weird? These weird chicks. So I went. The first Meetup I went <laughs> you to, even though you're one of them. <laughs> I know. The first one I went to was at the movies. We saw Magic Mike number two. Please, everybody. Wait. Please go and see that movie.
2: I've heard that. So, okay, so you. How does that work? What's, what is so that? So,
1: Meetup, you go on there and you can click your interests. Mm-hmm. Like, I put outdoors, hip hop, hair, black women, like, those were my categories. Gardening, it's just random stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, these Meetups, is people start them and they maybe they like to go to concerts or the one I joined was all about hair like curly kinky hair so it
2: was <laughs> just like you a bunch of girls with yeah. a bunch of hair
1: we, was looking we yeah. were looking for each other we were looking for each other so then I met up with these really dope women and it wasn't weird at all because we're all kind of like at first the first one was awkward we're like hey you know hi hey, <laughs> my name's Kendra nice to meet you yeah <laughs> how long have you been in the meetup but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is that but, what people call it the meetup yeah There's like was like slang that's what it is, like the meetup. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then, um, no, but then we stopped using it so much because it was the same group of women that would come out to the events. And uh, it's one main woman that puts everything on. She's actually from New York, and she's dope. Oh, okay. Her name is Latifah. Shout hey, Latifa. out to Latifah. <laughs> um, but she puts them on, and like now it's a group of us that hang out together. Mm-hmm. And we don't even really use the meetup that much anymore. We use like Facebook groups, or we all have each other's numbers, and we're friends now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I kick it with them. That's good um mm. yeah just going to do yoga going on hikes and stuff is dope yeah. like that yeah so many views
2: yeah i know people be like yeah you if you want to go for this hike i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> i
1: invited you on a hike yesterday i was looking at you like
2: what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well yeah i've got a, like a kind of a foot thing but also i don't really want to hike but what is hiking like i just guess i think of it i re- i related so much with camping in michigan or like in pennsylvania where you're yeah, like no, you're just going, walk. You're going for a,
1: a walk, a scenic right. walk. That's oh, what right. it is. And you might see some views. You might see a deer. What about me? You bears? might see a lion, what a mountain he, lion. You saw a mountain lion? No, I haven't, but I've seen it on the news, girl. Mm. So bring a stick, <laughs> bring. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> Depending where you're going. Out here, it's uh, it's so <laughs> urban, you know? Mm-hmm. Like hiking the Hollywood sign or whatever. It'd be like mountain
2: lions laying out, getting sun with their sunglasses on and their Starbucks,
1: basically. Well, Hollywood, mountain lions <laughs>
2: overlooking the Hollywood sign. Talk about
1: the improv cast and shit.
2: <laughs> That's good stuff. So, so you like it? Like, so you live in where? Where do
0: you live mm-hmm. now?
1: I live in the suburbs. I live mm-hmm. in a city called Dublin. California, okay. which is right outside of Pleasanton, which is right outside of Oakland. Really. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's like 15 it's a minutes from... suburb of Oakland? You know, the Bay Area is a different type of place in the country. It, it's not really cities like that. You think of the Bay as a huge-ass area where it's a bunch of cities in there.
2: Like so. a metro area?
1: Yeah, so it's basically like a huge metro area. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it could be a suburb of Oakland, but it's, it's, a, it's the Bay. It's the Bay Area.
2: Okay, it's like like New York has boroughs. Is it similar to that? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not it's really. all New York City, but Bronx is a borough. It's a part of New York City, but it seems like it's own city, but it's not. Not
1: really, no, because okay. it is out in New York. New York, all those boroughs are part of the they're city. New York these city, are actually yeah. different cities. Okay. Yeah, and they're just part of the Bay because the Bay is so huge. The, the okay. San Francisco Bay is literally huge. It's humongous, so it's like all these cities... North Bay, South Bay, East Bay, and that's pretty much how people call it.
2: Is East Bay where I used to buy my sneakers when I was a teenager? I thought that for a long time, but it's not. Oh, it's not. not. Oh, (laughs)
1: for real, right? I I was like, that's why they call it the East Bay. No, that's so. I live in the East Bay, (laughs) (laughs) and it's basically just your direction from the bay, obviously. Okay. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's that's really cool stuff. Yeah. So you're doing a PA thing now and mm-hmm. I want to just like talk about where you came from. Like, how did you decide to do that way back? Cause you talked about being a doctor and stuff since we were so little.
1: Yeah. I, I just always have had a urge to want to help people. And that sounds so cliche, but I wanted to heal people and I mm-hmm. want to like teach them about health and teach them about nutrition and mm-hmm. like taking care of themselves. I don't know why, I always want to help people and teach them everything. And that's why it, my job is perfect, because I'm a teacher and I work in medicine too. But even as a young kid, I used to tutor everybody in math, everybody. <laughs> you
0: did,
2: you taught me math.
1: <laughs> I helped my sisters, my mom. When mom went back to college, oh my gosh, mom used to knock on my door at five o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. Like, can you help me with this math problem? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know you got a test later. I'll get up and help you. But I tutored dad, I tutored brother, everybody. And now that I've graduated, I'm back in education. I'm tutoring everybody up at Stanford University Medical School. Yeah, you're doing but big stuff. not tutoring them, I'm actually teaching them.
2: So what do you do at Stanford now?
1: Um, so now I'm the director of clerkship education. I make sure that the PA students have a place to go do clinical training. Mm -hmm. So um, at the hospitals, they do like OR, ER, um, internal medicine, pediatrics, they go out into the clinic and I I build those relationships Mm -hmm. with the um, community, like clinics and hospital administration and everything, but also make sure the students are prepared when they take their exams. Mm -hmm. And I teach them sometimes.
2: Okay. Yeah. So you uh, do you are you mostly like in classrooms or
1: no I'm mostly at my computer doing admin stuff uh-huh. like it's oh uh-huh. I know it's <laughs> like a but I'm mostly in meetings like I'm setting stuff up it's it's kind of a spread cool. between going to meetings sometimes I can't imagine these meetings I'm invited to I'm like looking around like, whoa, what's going on in here? I never been in this room. I never even knew this was a room at Stanford University, which is really dope.
2: Yeah, that's a super prestigious place to be. Yeah,
1: but it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So I'm in meetings, setting stuff up at my computer, on the phone, going to meet people, taking care of students in my office. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a spread between all those things.
2: So um, how many hours do you work a week?
1: It depends. So on a busy week when the students have exams coming up and like all these assignments do, I might work like 50 to 55 hours that week. Okay. But then the next week, it usually balances out, you know, like either between 35, 30 hours a week. So it does balance out in the summer. It's, it's just like any other teacher. I get the summer yeah. like mostly off. Not all the way off because yeah. my students go full time, but one class will be off for the summer, so I'm only dealing with one class of students okay. versus dealing with two classes of students. Okay. Oh, that's the shit. Yeah. That's
2: really fun. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So when do you find time to party? I know you like parties. I like to party like uh-huh.
1: probably uh-huh. on my uh, once the grades are done and submitted. <laughs> <laughs> that next weekend is my weekend. Yeah. <laughs>
2: younger. We okay, so we always lived together. Well, there were times when we didn't, but like consistently but we, we made did.
1: made our way back to yeah living with each other, yeah. Yeah,
2: and then when we were um before I moved to New York, we lived together. And then when yeah, I moved to New York, I remember that was really fucking hard.
1: That was Man, that was suck
2: because I was like, yeah. "Damn, we had lived together for a couple of years at that point mm-hmm. after being teenagers like we had apartments and stuff."
1: I think we lived together from like my age 17 Mm -hmm. to 19 Mm -hmm. and then i was out
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i was 22 when i left yeah i was like i'm fucking.
1: but i I helped you move too you did help me move (laughs) i drove across country we had a mattress duct tape to the roof of this van that kept almost wanting to take flight in the mountains when we were in pennsylvania but we made it oh we had a cat we had a cat and a foosball table, Connie. Yeah. That foosball table was, like, too much. It was- she made us take the foosball <laughs> table, y'all. She made us. It took up I so love, much space. But
2: I love him, Mom. <laughs> Listen, also, like, in bad decisions, I took a little bit of mushrooms.
1: You did? Yeah,
2: when we were mm. riding on the road trip. Wow. Like a fucking idiot. like.
1: I don't even know if I knew that. <sighs>
2: I don't think you did.
1: Was I it was a like,
0: secret?
2: Yeah, it was me and Kareem. I like basically we were like road tripping, like woo, you know? Oh my god, just like on the road
0: again, right?
2: Just can't wait. We were like on this. Uh, we had my my Corsica, this little tiny oh tiny truck, gosh. the Corsi Horsey, and then we had the van. So mm-hmm. they were both like packed with us, a couple homies, and a cat, food and ball a table, mattress, and a mattress, duct
1: tape, yeah, in the roof.
2: yeah. And, yeah, I took a little bit of mushrooms, like, when we got to – we were in in Pennsylvania, so it was not even close enough because Pennsylvania is long.
1: It's huge. Woo! Mm -hmm. That was a rough one. Yeah, so when (laughs) we – oh, my
2: God. So when we got to Red Hook, I remember getting – like, pulling up. We finally made it to New York. It was, Mm -hmm. like, 3 in the morning or something, and we were spent. I was spent. Maybe I wasn't. I was, like – No, I was definitely spent. You know? Because we drove straight through. We used mm-hmm. to be hardcore it like that. Like now I'll be stopping. I'm like, let me get a 15 room. 15
1: hours or something. Because we did stop and eat a few times. Mm-hmm. But that's a long trip. It drive. was a long trip.
2: And so um, we basically, we were on one side of, of he- I used to live on Henry Street. And there was, it was all like, it looked like Disney. I mean, not Disney. It looked like Cosby. All, Mm. like, beautiful brownstones and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, like, oh, my God, I moved here. It's so beautiful. And then I'm looking, like, where is my address? Like, I can't find, like, I think it was 694. Looking for 694. Like, we can't find it. Can't find it. And then it ended up, like, we asked, we went to a gas station on Hamilton. And the woman that I asked, I don't know if you remember this. She was covered in blood. Mm. And she was like, don't go to Red Hook. Don't go to Red Hook. (laughs) She was a taxi cab driver. Because I got out to look, like, ask, like, where is this address, you know? And she had blood on her shirt. Like, she looked like she just, I don't even know, but I was just still out of it. So I didn't even, I wasn't even like, are you okay? (laughs) I was just like. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my God, were you just in Red Hook? But I'm like, I already got the address. I got to go. Then we went there, and it was like some shitty building.
1: Yeah, we pulled (sighs) up, and I remember, like, oh, we finally made it. We opened up the door and it stank so bad. I was like, New York is funky, mm-hmm. but then it ended up being like a rat that was on the street. But that was my first <laughs> impression of like New York yeah. City. Like we made it. just a sound, bloody lady it, and, you know, and a like, dead rat. You know rat. that sound back in the day when we were kids on Nickelodeon and stuff? it would be like, row, row. <laughs> like if, if New York had a sound, that would be it how dare you <laughs> <laughs> how
0: dare you say that about my beloved city
1: i love new york but it, be yes, stinky it sometimes. is funky and
2: you know what's funny like right now is like that sweet spot where it's mm-hmm. not really stinky yet it's because not you definitely oh yeah i remember um my first summer there because i know i just didn't know i just was showing up like yes i'm here this i mean i'm super grateful to mm-hmm. be there i'm like there um but I was like my friend Beatrice from Germany. She was having a going away party at Alibi. It's like kind of divey spot that's been there forever. It's totally like it's fun. It's got mm-hmm. like kind of Max Fish vibes. Oh yeah, but it's kind of shitty. It's <laughs> kind of shitty. <laughs> it kind of smells like being booze. But it's a fun party. She had her uh, going away party there, and it was like 110 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was I think that day it was it was over 100 degrees, mm-hmm. and it was thick. And I was driving like, Kiana's car. I was going to call her Kiana. I'm like, Kiana. <laughs> Kiana's car. And it was like that little black Grand Am. And she's like, oh, we're going to get some fish. I think it was like a Saturday. The I was stuck on the bridge and the smell. And it was like 110 degrees and all those fish
1: markets. Ooh, wee. It was probably so funky. No, but I love New York, though. I do love New York. I couldn't live in New I love
2: York. it, though. I love it. Yeah. I, I couldn't live in now. New York,
1: but I definitely love to visit there. hmm yeah, well, we don't like you, your ass neither. No, y'all like me. <laughs> y'all like me. No, it's like a
2: whole different ball game out there. It don't got no chill. It's not chill. Like, mm-hmm. California, here, it's funny, like, coming here, and I've been here for, like, longer than I expected to be, and I'm like, it's hard for me to, to be like, oh, let me actually enjoy my time here and sit here with you because yeah. I have so much shit I got to do, right. and then I have so much stuff I want to do. But I'm like, oh yeah, be in the moment
1: and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, yeah, that's it, what I like about out here. It it really slows you down, mm-hmm. you know. Just California in general, mm-hmm. you know, you can take a step back and look at nature and really feel present. Versus mm-hmm. for me, when, even when I'm on vacation and I go to New York, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta walk fast, like walking down <laughs> you the street. Run. Oh my gosh, everybody's <laughs> rushing me. I'm in, you know, Manhattan. Like, oh, I feel like I gotta. Go hurry up and go, do something hurry up and go hurry up and buy hurry up and buy, up and
2: buy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i definitely i'm like okay this is some chill stuff like right Man. now it's like we're looking at a pool mm-hmm. and there's i mean it's like 500 really plants
1: exotic garden we're in oh my god so many therapy. fruit trees and yeah the guy is really cool
2: yeah. So this is this has been really dope. I'm trying to live in this moment right
1: now. Yes, this moment is really cool. <laughs>
2: when I when I edit this, I'm gonna live in it again.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna take <laughs> a picture of you right now. So, <laughs> so cool. I'm taking a
0: picture of
2: you right now, and I'll be like, I remember that moment. <laughs> I'm like in the gloomy ass New York, running yeah. down the street. It's yeah. okay
1: because you'll be out here, so you can come visit at any time.
2: Um. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for welcoming me to California. Welcome to California. Thanks, you're the welcoming <laughs> committee. I am. <laughs> I guess it's kind of weird, like um, interviewing you because I know you. I know
1: we're just sitting here very like, well. I know. Yeah. Is there anything you want to you ask me? Out. What made you? What What is it about New York that you, you love so much? <laughs> no, I just I I can't. You and our our sister Kira. Y'all love New York so much. And y'all thrive there. And to me, I can barely last a week and a half. But what is it about New York that just makes you feel like you there? Makes it feel like home?
2: Well, I love it. I think that... Good question, Kendra. <laughs> like, let me think about it. <laughs> it's Thanks. not bullshit. Like, like oh, this, the building no. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the glitz. Uh, well, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, I think that for me, when we were really young and I was, you know, got an opportunity to travel with grandma, and Barron's always like, grandmama, <laughs> when I got the opportunity <laughs> to go to Egypt with <laughs> grandma. <laughs> Dick. When I got the (laughs) opportunity to go there, I was like, "Oh my God!" There's this like whole world. Mm -hmm. I mean, like really, it was the first time I had like saw prawns. Mm -hmm. I was like, "These are some big ass shrimps," you know. And I just didn't know that anything. I just didn't know anything about the world. And so, when I was 19, I moved to Italy. And when I, it was about that point where I was like, "Okay, like, what do I want to do actually with my life? And what can I do that's going to make me happy?" And really traveling is what that is and art. Mm -hmm. And I had to figure a way to marry them. So when I was, I just kind of knew I would end up in New York. Like I visited there when I was 18 Mm -hmm. and uh, I was actually going to go to Chicago. I went there and I was about to move there, but that was just arbitrary. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like anything drove me to there. It was just some friends were going and like, oh yeah, fuck it. you know. And then we came to New York to visit once. And I was like, these girls, it was really fun. And I don't even remember what we came for. Just one of us was gonna come and we all worked together. Like, we'll take, well, I'll go, you know, and it was dope. And I just kind of was like, oh, I'm in New York right now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm coming back here. And yeah. it may be like the little girl in me, it just seemed so out of reach. Yeah. It didn't seem like, I didn't even think about it. And so when I, after being in Italy, I really thought about it like, well, if I'm gonna be, anywhere in the world I want to be somewhere that's close to traveling abroad and I felt mm. like well that's a really nice way to be like a nice base and to have a lot of culture mm-hmm. you know and <clears throat> I would never I'm not knocking Detroit at all you know just for what I wanted to do and where I the places that I don't know like God is driving me mm-hmm. it just was larger than staying in Detroit and yeah. so New York seemed like if I'm gonna be in the states, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in New York because yeah. there's all the culture, all the best artists go there, all the best musicians, and it's yeah. it's, it's really got good a for lot your of energy. Growth. But also the energy, yeah, yeah it's for good. It's great for my career. It's great for my growth as an artist. It's hard as fuck. Yeah, I push myself. I've studied with like amazing people, all types of people. But also it's like you know you can go to like Little Italy yeah. or you can go to like. Little India, right. or all, there's like three Chinatowns. There's really like four, yeah. or Little Odessa. And so it's like you can go um, to so many different places while you're still in America. Yeah. And that's on the train, or I like driving, driving. Yeah. And it just felt like really, an, if I'm going to be in America, that's like the cultural hub. Yeah. And now, L.A., I don't even look at it like that. L.A., I just like it. It's so And it's so different mm-hmm. from but you still
1: have those opportunities those same sort Mm -hmm. of cultural opportunities you know meeting people and a lot of people here they're doing yeah and they the age spectrum is so wide Mm -hmm. and i know we were talking about detroit detroit is the shit first of all like i know we've been talking about all these other cities we've been talking about the bay area chicago new york detroit is the shit and it's such a dope place to grow up in and if any listener out there has not been to Detroit, you should go. Don't go! No, I'm
2: just saying. You should swear. definitely go.
1: You have to, like, maybe call Connie, call Constance, call Connie, say, hey, you know, where should I go? But the city has changed so much in Detroit. Yeah,
2: I mean, I guess, like, when I'm, it's it's a real sweet and sour spot for it me. Is. Because when I moved to Brooklyn, it was like, I moved, now my neighborhood is like, changed. It's, like, completely gentrified. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, well, that's just what it is. It's just everything changes. You know, I'm, I'm happy that I live there right now. So when I look at Detroit, it's weird because I've been gone for 15, almost 15 years. And right. so it's it's like uh, so exponential, the change. Oh,
1: right. Especially if you haven't. A lot of times when I used to go back to Detroit, I would just visit mom. Mm-hmm. Our mom lives in Sterling Heights, which is the suburbs of Detroit, mm-hmm. but not Detroit. So Not if you didn't go down to Detroit, like downtown, and see those changes gradually, it could probably be. It's so a drastic. lot. It yeah. was
2: a lot, yeah. And and uh, you know, but it's <clears throat> it's a lot. And then it's like there's a lot of really dope stuff going on with people that I know that have stayed there, mm-hmm. who are creators and do amazing work. And it's a it's such a special place to come from. Yeah. And is. everyone I feel like is so
0: chill. Yep. Like, way chill
2: and proud of it. Yeah, I love yeah. New York. I love, like, I love New York. I love Detroit. I love going there and doing work there, and I love being from there and, and learning yeah. how to navigate the city proper, you know, but um, I don't want to live there necessarily, but just, I would like to be at the point, like, honestly, <clears throat> what I would like is to be in a position where I'm spending, like, a third of my time in New York, a third mm-hmm. of my time in Michigan, not necessarily just Detroit, between Detroit and, like, Petoskey, Right. and then a... And then a <laughs> a third of my time here. Yeah. You know. Like I I really it's I a good know. balance.
1: It's a good balance cuz you can have, you know, snowbirds that's the people that leave Detroit mm-hmm. in the winter so you can come out to Cali and New York, you know, come out to Cali in the winter months mm-hmm. so you can avoid that seasonal affective disorder <laughs> where you get all depressed in the winter time.
2: <laughs> you know, this these last couple years the winters haven't bothered me as much. Oh, okay. Like I think that after being I just was be I'm so fucking dramatic. After grandma died, we were like up in Petoskey. Yeah. And I was like up in there the winter. In the winter. Mm-hmm. And it was like a winter. Mm-hmm. Like winter. And it was like November. Right. Yeah, and I go up so there. Cold. It was it was cold, but I also I was like, oh, but I'm like, my bloodline's here. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel unfamiliar in a weird way. No, it's not. And I kind true. of appreciated the different um elements and mm-hmm. I appreciate that I'm from there. I'm like, oh, okay. It kind of I'm just I was standing there like on the pier, like with the wind like blowing on my face, like fucking Pocahontas. Yeah. And the like, pier was ice. <laughs> and it was ice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is my land, the land of my forefathers. <laughs> She's I'm the warden of the sage north <laughs> of the north Constance. <laughs> Michi. I gave myself an Indian name, Michi. Okay. You cool. change your name. Constance Michi of the north <laughs> territory Water of the north.
1: <laughs> north just north of the wall
2: <laughs> the little <laughs> river indian band wait so. shout out shout out to game of thrones game of
1: thrones is coming on tonight so we have uh we have to get some stuff done <laughs> so today. we have to wrap it up <laughs> we got to wrap it up thanks for coming no. <laughs> to the show <laughs> we do not have to wrap it up but uh you know <laughs> we got stuff to do and it's only like 3 episodes left and i'm really sad but happy that I can watch it tonight because I was real that was a real concern for me when I was like, Oh Connie said come to LA I'm like It's <laughs> just been Sunday was Game, Game of Thrones though so Can you believe this? <laughs> how, I'm just saying how like dare How dare you We gonna work that in and we did. So I'm really happy. We did,
2: and also fuck you and Game and of Thrones. And I love
1: Constance. I love Connie because oh. she's talking about she. Gonna, she not even. She <laughs> haven't watched Game of Thrones in like three seasons. She's like, okay, I'm gonna just watch it with you tonight, and I guess I'll catch up. You know three years later and just visit my homies, just check in on my homies, see yeah. how the GOT homies are doing because <laughs> she sort of, she I'm stopped gonna, watching after the real wedding. It was she traumatizing. Take it anymore.
2: <laughs> I was so traumatized.
1: Yeah, that was that was a sad that episode.
2: is, I think. And then, yeah, I watched that the, the season where John, I see how detached I am. I had yeah. to detach. I, yeah, when Jon Snow died, I was like, What? <laughs> tell me why ain't, ain't nothing, nothing but, but a heartbreak
1: tell me
2: why ain't nothing but some g-o-t <laughs> tell yeah me why. i don't wanna watch here this no more nope. my heart's can't broken can't that me. way <laughs> Yeah, no, I couldn't watch it no more. Yeah. But I will be making a guest appearance tonight. You sure will. I'm just
1: sure. going to check up on, on out everyone. Y'all check out Constance Patton tonight on episode four,
2: <laughs> season eight. On Game my homie's throw. couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. So we're going to go do all this stuff today. But everybody, like, rain-checked on me
1: today. That's okay. It's me and you. It's oh, always yeah, that's me cool. and you.
2: Everyone actually rain-checked on yep.
1: me. Everyone. Even oh. our cousins and <laughs> yeah, everything. No, like, but it's
2: okay. There you was, like, me, three girl.
1: different groups. <laughs> and our family. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all.
2: <laughs> it's, uh, it's understandable. It's so beautiful outside. You know how it is
1: on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. have to take things. It's totally fine. I'm
2: not even mad. I'm like, listen. I have to go back to New York tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I wish I could stay. But I am, do look forward to going back to New York and getting this work, getting this work done. Yeah, yeah for sure. But we will be watching Game of Thrones later. Yes, we you will. You did work that in there. Yeah. And um, but before we, I, we are gonna wrap it up. This one's gonna be a pretty short one anyway, because I think I might just throw this one up tomorrow.
1: Hey, I think I might. I know it's probably not yeah. as long as that three-hour one. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you just be talking, girl. You could talk. Yeah. That's well, I'm so glad you yeah. got your show. I'm glad you got your own show. I'm so proud of you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you just be talking, just talking and talking, talking oh. to everybody, talking to people, grandma over there, <laughs> they auntie, their sister, their cousin. You know, every the whole block is like, uh. yeah, I know Constance. I, I remember one time. <laughs> I, well, me and Connie used to share IDs back in the day, a.k.a. Yeah. I had a fake ID. That yeah, was Connie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to the uh, corner, like some random corner store in our neighborhood and tried to use your ID. In to my buy, neighborhood? It was when we lived together. Oh,
0: okay.
1: He was like, this is not you. This is Constance. <laughs> I was like, no, that's me. He know, <laughs> how you, you just know everybody, Connie. Yeah,
2: I like talking to people. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm really happy to have this show. I'm like, I mean, it's, this will be episode, so... I'm probably going to put this one up tomorrow. And that'll be episode 11.
1: Yeah, episode 11. Yeah,
2: 11 freaking weeks.
1: One, one. Yeah,
2: it's really cool. It's I think it's yeah, episode 11. Yeah, maybe eight, 10. I got to look at it. Episode I think it 10. Is 10.
1: Okay, what, what? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah,
2: and it's a whole thing. It's been really interesting um, to get different people on here. Like, I guess, like, what I would like to know Mm. is what is it like being a middle child?
1: Oh, shit. Oh, you about to you about to open up the floodgates.
2: <laughs> I thought you say? said we was about to wrap it up.
1: It's about to be a whole <laughs> dissertation up in no, this bitch. No,
2: just a little bit.
1: I love being a middle child because I have the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. I am a big sister. I'm a little sister. And it pushes you in different ways. I've learned what why middle children are the way that they are Mm -hmm. seeing my sister-in-law so she just had a baby well she had a baby that's about to turn four Mm -hmm. and now she just had a baby earlier this year when baby number one comes out aka connie right here i mean everybody's like oh my god hello everybody look at me look what i can do yes you had a baby yes finally i haven't had a baby around this is grandma i haven't had a baby around (laughs) in, in forever like 30 years. Oh my gosh, no, <laughs> mom was young. Like, you know, 19 years. Yeah, yeah, 19. <laughs> um, and then the second one comes out, but the first baby is only Connie was only 3, so she's yeah. still cute and now yeah, she can what? do tricks. Mm-hmm. She's running up and down the streets and like, you know, doing a little somersault and and getting cute, and now she's talking. And, you know, as a middle child, the second child, you just a blob in the middle of the room, (laughs) like in the car seat. Nobody even really excited about you. You can't do no tricks. You can't do nothing. You still crying. You got your diapers. Like child number one has been out of diapers. Shoot. And then You know, I I turned three, and then my mom had my little sister, Kira. Hi, Kira. And she's so cute. She is so cute. I'm like, as a middle child, I finally had my time to shine, (laughs) because now I'm doing tricks. Finally, I'm like, I got my somersaults down. I'm three. And then Kira was the cutest baby of all time. she was like Gerber baby. She was so cute and I was like I remember being immediately jealous just like yeah. oh my god what the heck I was geeked <laughs> when she was in the womb but when she came out I'm like dang she's too cute yeah she's cute so then now everybody's reinvigorated because it haven't been a baby around in a long time <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're like oh so I'm like wait a minute now you're not paying attention to me so I had to try and show oh, yeah, out yeah, you know you like huh. not even show out but just be no, in off. the present like hey I'm here everybody <laughs> I used to come in the room like I'm here <laughs> You did. and I kind of feel like that now still to this day when I get to places I'm like I have a ride right. <laughs> like everyone start hey party time <laughs> cheers <laughs> so I just think that Growing up in that as a small child has a lot to do with why middle children try to overachieve and mm-hmm. a lot of over a lot of middle children that I know are like mm-hmm. really smart, really yeah. successful. They have like they're the rock in their families or they don't ask for help from mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. My husband is a middle child and I see well, sort of. He's a triplet and he's in the middle, but they, <laughs> so they, they, the they no, they fall into those categories. <laughs> they do. But anyway. just how he kind of grew up and like just other middle children I know, we are very successful. We Mm -hmm. push ourselves. we don't need, we kind of motivate the whole family Mm -hmm, to get it mm -hmm, together mm -hmm. and like stay, because I'm so close with you, I try to help you out. Mm-hmm. And like when you're not close with somebody in my family, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm a help y'all get back together. Oh, no. Like you and mom, I'm like, no. I was like, no, I don't wanna talk to you her. You should just call her. You should just call her. Yeah, you should just call her. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know. Just call her. And then with Kira, you know, I'm still her big sister, so she looks up to me mm-hmm. so much. And I, she sorta of takes my advice, sorta, of, you know. Yeah. So that's it's, that's the beauty of it. If like I still feel like a little sister to you, although I boss you around all the time. So fucking bossy. <laughs> I'm still your little sister. She would sit look there so dry.
2: She could be you could be sitting <laughs> on the couch or watching a movie, and like she's wants some water, but she would never say it. And then she'll wait 30 minutes for you to go up yes. and get your water. Be like, oh, can you give me every single time? It, it don't matter.
1: It works for a long time until I think I started doing it too much because everybody caught on like a few years ago. <laughs> They'll be like, no, I'm not getting it for you. You still be
2: trying. I do. You be like dry. (laughs) I'm like, why don't you just get it? You'll be okay. But that's just, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. No, you're bossy. That's okay. You could be bossy. Yeah, I mean... 'Cause you were a fucking nerd. Like mm-hmm. you were I mean, but really athletic and beautiful and stuff, yeah. but you definitely did you get any B's in school? I think you got a B in school no, and it was I like did. it was like in
1: gym or something. Yeah, back in the day that was like a lot. That it was, was like, I remember everybody making a yeah, big deal she of it. Got like, you got A's, A's and sign up and, and, and like and reading gym. and this was back in probably Middle school. I don't know High yeah, School. Fourth or fifth grade. No, it was not high school. Middle school. But it was like yeah, probably. Did you get anything lower than
2: an A in high school?
1: I did. I did. I got I got some B's. I am pretty. I know I got B's. Maybe I got I didn't get a C. No.
2: I didn't know your ass and get a no C. I got C. an A plus
1: though too. <laughs> 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 See, I got an A plus like in trigonometry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my whole senior year I got all A's. Yeah. That, that last year I really pushed it because I want I knew yeah. I want to go to college. I wanted to be a scholar.
2: And now you're running shit at yeah. Stanford. Yeah. How's that been?
1: It's cool, it's a lot of work.
2: What so like what do you what do you do like Because you're really young. Is it hard to navigate being young Mm -hmm. and being in this newer profession?
1: I think it's an advantage, actually. Because a a lot of people, what I've learned is they want young people on their team to invigorate them and have fresh ideas and new ideas. So I've taken it to my advantage. I'm definitely the youngest person on my team. Mm -hmm. And I got, with the group that I was hired with, I got promoted to the leader of that group. Mm -hmm. And then that's how I ended up sort of getting this job where i did really well as a leader in that group and then my boss was like you have to have this job and just like really really encouraged me to apply for this job and then i got it so yeah i'm I'm really good at bossing people around but i'm not bossing anybody around right now i just have really good ideas And people listen to (laughs) me. You make them do it. I, like, make (laughs) a plan for it. I I really plan for it. I I have a very, I'm good at critical thinking. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned in my life. I can really break down problems. Mm -hmm. And that's why I fit so well in my job, because it's just a big-ass problem. That's what it (laughs) (laughs) is. (laughs) Just a big-ass one. Like, you know, logistically, Mm -hmm. I'm really good at puzzles.
2: Okay, okay. And was it hard to, like, do this program? Has it been hard at all?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's been hard because it's a new program. We switched from a certificate program in 2017 to a master's program in 2017. So I've been with them for two years and just Mm -hmm. developing the curriculum and changing everything and all the – laws that we have to follow and making sure that plus i have a big heart so i want the students to do well and i meet with them a lot and really mentor them i spend a lot of time doing that and i take it very seriously so yeah it's hard but i love it i couldn't imagine really doing anything else right now
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: yeah so
2: when are you gonna write that book <laughs> i know i know you I should be lecturing start. and stuff and
1: i do lecture you, but I, need I mean to like write you should be like stuff. on yes. the
2: lecture circuit going around, writing a book, telling people, cause you said one of your goals was to get more people, people of color maybe specifically, yeah, or maybe so fucking
1: not. My, actually my goal is to really help to build some type of pipeline between people in the inner cities of Detroit and also in the Bay area, maybe other places. It probably will spread to other places, right. you know, but that's going to be my main hub. Mm-hmm. To get them like people of color into not just medicine but like STEM careers. Mm -hmm. That's I think that that, uh, like science, technology, um, damn, what's E, and then medicine. Earthing. Y'all know STEM. You You know science,
2: technology, (laughs) earthing. And what
1: else? And math. And medicine. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and medicine. Let me see STEM. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's really cool. I I was gonna study. I did consider studying engineering when Mm -hmm. I was in college because I was doing the robotic stuff. So that's something I really consider. I was looking, and really the only reason is because the program I wanted to do was at MIT, and I didn't want to go to Massachusetts. Yeah. That's like, that's another reason I stayed in New York. Location I just was trying to find where I want to be. Yeah, yeah, location is wildly important. Because mm-hmm. I definitely, I looked at those those programs after finishing uh, school. I was yeah. like, well, just because I was interested in marrying, well, you know, kind of doing, like, technology, marrying technology with my art and making weird-ass robots that may do something or not. Um, And they got some dope pro, But, but it was like, the, they didn't have them in New York. And I was yeah. like, I
1: ain't Yeah, yeah,
2: it. I ain't moving the fucking... I ain't going, but I, you But know. you could do anything. Yeah. You do
1: everything. Yeah, I do a bunch of shit. I'm good like art stuff. art is something that I appreciate. And it's crazy because we grew up in the same household yeah. pretty much, but just your experience is so different from mine and mm-hmm. I'm so left brain. Like everything has to make sense by numbers. Mm-hmm. I crunch numbers and like if I didn't, if I wasn't in medicine, I probably would go and do math, mm-hmm. you know, and just, I, I really understand those numbers. But when it comes to art, I could be creative. I am creative in other ways. But I mean, give me a paintbrush and like a canvas. It's not going <laughs> yeah, to make that much sense to Yeah, I'll be like, ooh, yeah. Pi <laughs> equals three point one five. Oh, Come in, uh, like, uh, Kendra, uh. what are you
2: doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mural. Right. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I actually do have a little bit of skills, because grandma always had us doing artwork. Yeah, you know? I see your work. But you just
2: don't give a shit. No, it's not, I'm not <laughs> passionate <laughs> exactly. whatsoever.
1: I'm like, hurry up and get this done. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up and bye. Hurry up and bye. Where is that from? That's from uh, Menace's Society. Oh. Hurry up and bye. Hurry up and bye. They my came God. in like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: on TV the other day. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Oh, that was. Yeah, it was. Damn, Don't that be a was.
1: menace. This is all central.
2: Well, was that on that or that? Yeah, it was, it was Don't be a menace. It wasn't. Uh, Boys in the hood, yeah, right, yeah, because Boys in the Hood, yeah, that sucks. John Singleton. I know, just rest died. in
1: peace, John Singleton. No. He made some classics Poetic Justice, Boys in the Hood, oh the I'm Michael wearing, Jackson like, video with I'm like, uh, literally wearing brace, Eddie Murphy. Like, um, oh, yeah, like Janet, I'm
2: wearing my Janet brains, mm-hmm.
1: kind of Justice,
2: yeah. He made what else with Eddie Murphy?
1: Um, oh, the, the music video with Michael Jackson, oh, that, for real? uh, don't. Do you remember the time? Oh, really? When you fell in love with Do Naomi you remember Campbell? Remember the time? Uh, yes. Yes, that video I didn't was know that. No, that was Chanel Iman. Oh, yes, duh. yes. yes. Yeah. That video was so dumb. That dope. wasn't
2: Chanel Iman. She was like four. She was like zero years old. It or was just, Chan- just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mixing all. I'm like <laughs> going.
0: My head
1: just like, uh-uh, changed characters Iman. so many
2: times. Like I saw all three of them looking <laughs> glorious in that outfit. Yeah, they're all beautiful. All, any of them. All, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it was one of them queens. One of those queens <laughs> in that video. Like, it was like Grace Jones, I think. It was Grace it Jones, was. Chanel Iman.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and Rihanna. And Naomi Campbell. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well cool. We'll we'll wrap it up here because we I gotta go outside. Yes,
1: it's so gorgeous. Yes. Are you I wearing love that? being with you. I'm so glad have, you're my sister. I'm so glad. Like we have too. We have gone through so many things together, <laughs> like every single thing together. Yeah. And I'm so happy that we continue to live this life together. We're gonna be old together. Don't talk about somewhere that. Somewhere right in now. India on the beach. Like eating, yes, eating sharks. Yes. Eating some sharks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll try some sharks. You did with me.
2: That's why we got sick in India.
1: No, I didn't try the sharks. I got sick probably uh, from the rice. Well, yeah well.
2: It was fun though. It was India was it. fun, but worth just be careful. It. <laughs> 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 worth it.
1: Street food. Avoid it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, some of it. Yeah, you got a, that intuition. Yeah, we were loose, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll see you. Um, where are we going to meet next? We were just in um, Michigan together.
1: Um, Probably out here. Damn, I wish come was come back out here.
2: here. <laughs> I'll be back out here. You can come on my show anytime. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. Maybe we can do it. I don't know.
1: Or come to the bay. Sure, we can do it out there. We
2: can do it out there. Mm-hmm. How long is the drive? Mm. Is it worth me driving out there if I come here and then rent a car and drive out? Yeah,
1: there? it's like a four and a half hour drive if you leave with no train. I can't do that.
2: I can't be committing to, to flights.
1: Yeah, but like a flight is an hour, mm-hmm. not even, it was like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just whatever, drive. No, I'm drive. Yeah, cause I'm it's beautiful drive. too. You can make some stops. I'd rather drive. Yeah.
2: Then I'll be like.
1: Connie's yeah. so Detroit. She don't. She loves driving. Girl, we learned how to drive when we were twelve.
2: I'm about to get in this car and drive right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any? Um. Oh, you have any good rejection story?
1: Oh. Um. <laughs> you know I thought about this because this is fucking rejects, it's fucking rejects and I've worked really hard like career-wise not necessarily I work really hard but yeah everybody's been rejected you know mm-hmm. just you know being rejected in relationships being rejected from something you really wanted like a job mm-hmm. uh has
2: there been any any jobs that you wanted that you didn't get but maybe maybe something I mean now obviously the shit worked out but has there mm, been anything like that you wanted job. that you thought like, damn, this is gonna change it all, and then you didn't
1: get it? Um, not really. <laughs> That's the shit. Yeah, yeah. Like and I really appreciate that because I've really yeah. worked hard. My I've been so blessed in my life. Mm-hmm. So blessed. We're Native American, I got to go to school for free oh, yeah. and then um our stepdad used to work at GM, so they pay all my other fees. And then our dad was in the Navy, so they paid yeah, the GI me to deal. go yeah, that was to dope. school. So I literally took it so seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really believe if you work hard, if you put your mind to it, you can do whatever it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it might be some stumbles and bumbles. Yeah, I stumbled along the way, but I always sure. picked myself right back up. So even if it – I'm sure it was rejection, but it was nothing ever so bad where I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to get there. I just made a different way. I just – did work more hours. I mean, I went. So one rejection. I wanted to go to Duke University, mm-hmm. which is like one of the first PA programs in the nation. Mm-hmm. It actually was the first PA program, and I didn't get in. And I didn't get into Cornell. And I didn't get into um, Samuel Merritt University mm-hmm. in Oakland. But I was like, they didn't even give me an interview, you know. So it was just me on paper, yeah. which I didn't take it personally. And both the schools I did interview at, I got into. Okay which was Wayne State, that they were, they made me feel like I was lowest of the low in that interview. Really? Yeah, it was like two old men, they were just like stone cold Steve Austin face, like just looking at me like, uh-uh. Like no. And I'm my bubbly self giggling and laughing, I made a joke at the end. They're like, they we just, hate jokes, get out. <laughs> <laughs> but I got into that program too, but no, I think that, you know, I've been rejected, yeah, like in relationships and shit, you know. Have you? Yeah. But other than that, you just pick yourself back up and move on. But you're married.
2: Fuck him. Yeah, fuck (laughs) all them. Yeah, like...
1: Fuck all them. Some
2: of them cool, but fuck most of them. She just rolled her eyes three times (laughs) for
0: visuals.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's cool. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, you the shit. I'm really proud of you, little sis.
1: Thanks, boo. I'm proud of you, too. Thanks. And we'll
2: come on here and we'll talk again uh, very soon. Yeah, we be talking like a motherfucker. We're still up in this place right now. It's like 3.37. Every time we get together, we're like, oh, we should go. And then we're like, but just can we just talk, talkity, talk, 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 talk. Yeah, we're just sitting
1: in our pajamas talking all day. Like, should we go? It's 3.30.
2: Slowly putting on makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving. We'll leave. So um, thanks for coming on. Fucking rejects.
1: Fucking rejects. Yeah
2: until next week peace no 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 no
0: no 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 Reject.